It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character, as we do every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points. And we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? I am good, Connor. Do you want to do that intro intro again? Because you did say Movie Mondays, to be fair. Did I? Yeah, you did. No! It has happened in so yeah. long. Sorry, yeah, actually, you, you didn't. You, you did a flawless intro, my dude. I, <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've pulled a jape on you is what I've just done there. <laughs> the classic jape. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. What can I say? Look, you know there's no edits in this show. So I'm, so, I'm just no, power on. We were just going to roll with that and just be like, ah, fine, whatever. But now... <laughs> <laughs> now you're unsure now for the a, rest of the year. Now it's a classic jape. <laughs> Am I going to get japed again? See, it's the best kind of jape because no one really got hurt, you know? It's just. Well, my bitch housery. Sorry. Mean, it's, not, it's not great. Let me say that again. No one important got hurt. So. Ah, there you go. That's my mother would agree. So, Sean, <laughs> this is Hero Zero. And as I said, we talk one comic book character. Now, you normally talk Marvel characters, I, I normally talk DC characters. Um, before we get into it this week, I really want to let people know two things. One, this week we watched the worst movie that has ever existed in the whole world. <laughs> oh, yeah, Patreon. we did. Uh, oh, we, watched wi- we watched Wild Mountain Time, which includes Emily Blunt and... Uh, have you heard of uh, Christopher Walken? Whoever two that guy is? famously Irish actors. 
uh, doing playing. Irish accents doing oh Irish well can you call him doing accents I would say I don't think Christopher Walken even does a good his own accent like his oh. own accent is weird so imagine think, him doing an Irish accent but I think he's made a career off of the Walken accent but the <laughs> Irish accent is doing him no favours um, and so it's the worst movie I think we've both ever seen we genuinely horrible <laughs> uh, over on the Patreon um, and also if you can give this episode a like and uh, a review whatever you're listening to it on that would really help us out but Sean enough about that stuff because it's time to get into this week's character that I've chosen um, and he's a good one what if I said to you I have a character who is top three probably the third smartest human being in the DC universe Okay. He's in the top 10 fighters in the DC okay. universe, I would say, or athletes in general. And also, he is DC's version of Taskmaster, but he doesn't forget anything. Fuck off. <laughs> That's a broken character is what that is. That's a character who gets like Professor X'd in most of his encounters, I would say. He's a character that has so much potential um, and just like just coolness in terms of like you could go so many different ways with this character with all these abilities not so a bit underwritten from my liking i mean he's had a few mm. runs but mo- a lot of his series are cancelled after like 10 issues which kind of annoys me um, and he's seen as a bit of a more team player because this week i am doing mr terrific sean okay a character with great powers but uh a terrible, terrible name in terms of comic mm. books. Uh, he is Mr. Terrific. Now, his name doesn't actually come from him because there was a Mr. Terrific before. Um, and he was played by a man named Terry Sloan, who was the Golden Age Mr. Terrific. Oh, okay. So, plays, like, old school comics. Yeah. like and he, So, he actually plays a part in the origin of new Mr. Terrific. Now, if you've seen Mr. Terrific, he's in Arrow. Uh, played by Echo Kellum, I think the actor's name is. Um, they did this weird thing where they made him real smart, but took away a lot of the cool things that he does as well from comic books, because Mr. Trivik's also an absolute badass when it comes to fighting. Okay, um, this might have been before I... This might, sorry, this might have been after I dropped off of Arrow. I think it's like season six. Ah, yeah, so, it was long like gone. <laughs> um, you've probably seen Mr. Trivik. He's got the T on his face, like the tea mask. Oh, I've face. seen this dude. He's in the animated series, isn't he? He is Justice League Unlimited. He's yeah. the guy in the Watchtower. Yes, I know him. Oh man, what a yes. weird character. <laughs> he is, but also, as I said, the third smartest character in all of DC. And to have that, Earth, but. and to have that with top ten fighters as well. That's like busted, right? That and also the Taskmaster ability to remember anything. Yeah, and to just learn anything at a moment's notice. But to not have the short-term memory loss the Taskmaster has. Yes. Um, and so, um, Michael Holt is his name. He isn't simply gifted, Sean. He's extremely special. He learned the theory of time and space continuum and read and assimilated the works of Albert Einstein and several other um, genius human beings at, by the age of six years old. Jesus. Though things for him have never been fair, a child prodigy, he has an astronomical IQ and is also a natural athlete. So, so much of an athlete, natural athlete, he's actually won an Olympic gold medal for the decathlon as oh. well. 
the, the one with um, 10 sports in it. <laughs> that's a lot of sports. A lot of sports. Um, that's why that's, he's a freak athlete as well. That's really interesting because a lot of the time we, like the human powered superheroes, like who are just humans, we often compare them to Olympic athletes. Yeah. But this dude is actually like an Olympian. <laughs> Let me, let me throw something to you. This is a character, by the way, that it's so funny that he's not as famous or as big as he probably should be because Michael has 14 doctorates and degrees. He's also an Olympic decathlete and a self-made millionaire or billionaire, whoever you ask. No way this man has enough time to do all of those things. <laughs> um, um, so considering, I mean... It, what happened with him, with Michael was a pretty big deal because um, growing up he also had an older brother uh, called Jeffrey and Jeffrey passed away at the age of 15 this set Michael on he's going to be the greatest person version of him that he wanted to be he's going to set off he's going to like I'm going to do everything in in honour of Jeffrey okay. and so that's why he and obviously he started off as a genius anyway so he's like I'm going to also become Olympic level self-made billionaire I'm going to be the best human billionaire that there can be and then Bruce Wayne just rocks up and it's like so, ah I took all your toys so even these accomplishments garnering him a small fortune um, his greatest moment though in his whole life was when he married his wife Paula and oh. she gave him purpose for living from all this shot oh um, isn't that sweet <laughs> Connor then, I, sorry no before yeah. you continue no it's sweet no I need you to guarantee me that nothing yeah. bad will ever happen to Paula I need that like I need that locked in right now um, what are the circumstances of nothing bad that's a very vague vague statement nothing to cause unhappiness in either uh, Paula or Mr. Terrific. All right. All right. <laughs> now, I, I, to be honest with you now, there's three sentences and the third one starts with considering suicide. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, so, fuck. Um, him and Paula. Well, let's see where this life. goes, boys. <laughs> this, could, this could go up. <laughs> there's still hope. It's still good. Um, him and Paula are loving life. They're very happy. Yeah. Paula... Then announces that she's pregnant. Oh, <gasps> sure. A blessing. Ah, Excellent news, folks. An absolute blessing. But one night, Sean, him and Paula have a massive argument. Oh, no. And Paula goes out for a drive. Um, and oh, no. she dies in a car accident, Sean. Um, he, he lost her and his unborn child in the oh, same Jesus. accident. Um, oh, God. Oh, no. the, so, that, did, that didn't really go well, did it? I mean, you promised me, Connor. You, you I didn't. I word. didn't promise anything. To be honest, you gave um, me your word as a friend that you would never make me sad. And you, here I am. You know what? <laughs> um, considering suicide, Michael contemplated his life. He was then approached by the Spectre, the spirit of divine vengeance. Now, the Spectre in DC is like one of the most powerful beings of all time, um, and he's basically a spirit. And right. he told Michael Holt about a man named Terry Sloan who was the golden age Mr. Terrific. And Terry Sloan and Michael, he, they were very similar, just in terms of Terry Sloan had a bit of, he had a mantra of like trying to always do his best. He was also a genius. He was also a natural athlete. He was a hero back in the day. And he was known as Mr. Terrific. Um, and he, he was inspired 
Um, inspired by Terry, Terry's similar natural gifts at origin, Michael decided to take up his mantle. And he, reali- uh, he realised that though he was a prodigy, it was Paula and Jeffrey who were his role models. So his brother and oh. his dead wife were his role models, Sean. So he was going to try and do everything for them now. Um, Jesus. This dude just seems in, really, like, nice. Like in their, ang- in their memory, he turned his anger and sadness into resolve. If life wasn't fair for everyone else, he'd make it fair or do his best he could. Do you know what? He's just nicer Batman, isn't he? Yes. He's just a much nicer version of Batman. So he was created in June 1997. So he's actually been around for a few years in comic book version. uh, In comic book age, I should say. So he was created as a grounded street hero. Uh, in his introduction, and his cons- his costume consisted of normal clothes, basically, and he relied on his old wits and physical abilities, which is his predecessor did. Uh, changes, however, were quickly made with the character after his appearances, and um, he soon appeared in the new JSA series, which is the Justice Society of America, who mm-hmm. uh, were the first Justice League, and a whole different group of superheroes. Uh, and he had a very different costume. And some of the elements of the character were reworked. So he, under the writing of David Goyer and Jeff Johns, two very famous people now, but yeah. in, back in the day they were writing for the comic books, um, the character developed in more substantial ways, away from his original co- concept. He debuted a sudden new, and this is the, this is the one that I don't agree with, he, d- he had a met- metahuman abilities to be invisible to technology for a short period. Right. Um, they've since changed that, so you know the T on his face? Yeah. That is made of nanobots that hide him from every camera on Earth. That's like much They cooler. mask his face. That's much, much cooler idea. Because that's, I presumably, that's something he developed. He's, uh, yeah, he's made that. So I think originally they were like, oh, he's invisible to technology, because he's like, he made, does his own thing. And then they were, but what, as it went on and it developed, they were like, wait, no, he's much cooler if he develops the technology to hide his face. Was this around the time that they like, they, they like really pushed the meta human stuff? Like the, um, and they were just trying to I, add meta humans to the roster. It's a little bit after that, but it is still a time when they were trying to just make him more interesting. Because at that right. point, as you said, he's just nice Batman. And just, they're like, well, yeah. what makes him stand out? Um, okay. So he becomes basically a genius with technology, and he's so technologically or- or- orientated, uh, he introduces a thing called the T-spheres, which are one of the most important aspects of this character. Okay. Um, T-spheres are his own technological invention. They're like flying little balls, and they basically do whatever the story wants them to do Have in you... that regard. Okay, and I might, be, I might be out of line here. Have you seen Big Hero 6? <laughs> basically, well, I, they're not made of nanobots, so they can't form things, but... He's an adventure of the T-Sphere. I'm going, to try to, I'm going to try to describe the T-Sphere to you, Sean. Okay. Uh, because it is literally ex machina object. Uh, no. It's an artificially intelligent miniature device that he controls with his mask and his earpieces. The T-Spheres can fly, create holographic images, project beams of light, release electrical charges, hack into computers and GPS satellites, and constantly cloak hold against detection and the recording of his images by any and all technological non-organic means, basically making him virtually invisible to anything but human line of sight. 
So this is the same power that they gave him as a quote-unquote metahuman ability. But mm. now it's attributed to him being a genius and making this mag- like essentially magical technology. Much more, much more interesting, I would say. Yeah, it, yeah, it's much more, yeah, because now it's off of his own back that he can do this. It's not just something it, he's gifted with. In the past, he's used them for infiltration, espionage, information retrieval and storage. Uh, he can often multitask his T-spheres to all go off in different directions at once to do 50 different things at once. That's um, cool. He can use his T-spheres offensively as projectiles as they can. he can instantly accelerate them to 14 miles per second, Jesus which is 50,000 miles per hour. Um, That's too fast. So when it hits people, obviously, it would just... Like, you're dead. Um, There was... It's kind of similar to... There was a a run in Spider-Man comics called Superior Spider-Man, where Dr. Octopus took over the Spider-Man mantle in Peter Parker's body. But he, he just set up spider drones around the city. And they would, like... Yeah, like, similar to that... Because he realised, I can only cover like one block at a time, effectively. So mm. I'll just send the drones around. And if they see someone, I don't know, doing a mugging, they'll just shoot him with a projectile and web him to the wall. He, he can also, by the way, fly on them. He, okay. like, if he stands on them, he can fly on them. Yeah, they if, couldn't do like, that in yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> so while in costume, t- Mr. Terrific has no fewer than three T-spheres orbiting his body at all types. And he has had, had as many as ten. Constantly orbiting it. As I said, he is considered the third smartest man alive in DC. Who's he um, behind in that? I think it's Lex Luthor and Ray Palmer. Maybe Ray Palmer, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is definitely top three. Right. I don't know. The third one kind of gets thrown around. I think Batman gets thrown in there willy nilly, but I don't think Batman is as smart as Lex Luthor and Mr. Terrific. I, yeah, I think and Batman I suppose is more probably... well. Batman's more well rounded, so Batman's obviously he has strengths in loads of different areas. Yeah, but if you're specialising into like engineering, it's mm. probably not Batman. In that, Bruce case. Wayne probably gets other people to build that stuff. Yeah, he him. gets a, a Lucius Fox or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Whereas I think probably Lex Luthor and yeah, maybe Ray Palmer. I would probably come down on Ray Palmer, who's the Atom, right. um, and then you have Mister Terrific as well. So, yeah, what happens here is that they brought him in, they changed all of his his story, and he was basically seen as, like, a rising star in the superhero community because they added him in to the the JSA. And so he was was thrown into the JSA series, and he was seen as, like, the next big thing because he's like, this guy's really cool. And everyone liked what Jeff Johns and David Goyer had done with him. Um, and so during a conflict over the leadership of the Justice Society of America, um, Hawkman and the current chairman, Sand, fell out. Mr. Terrific was elected as the new chairman of the JSA within like the first two years of basically Jesus. coming into the comic book. So now he's um, like top of one of the biggest superhero teams there has ever been. <laughs> despite not actively even seeking the office, they just wanted him as the leader because he was the best for the job. Um, Mr. Terrific was also part of the team assembled by Batman for an attack on the Brother Eye satellite um, which was controlling a bunch of robots on Earth cool, Um, love it and so Batman assembled all of the smartest people on the planet to try and take this down down. and 
and he brought in Mr. Terrific. And he also played... A, Mr. Terrific was the critical role in how they beat Brother Ida Satellite because um, he was invisible to technology, which allowed him to reach the satellite ah. system, sending it crashing to Earth. Jesus. So Batman yeah. even like recognises this dude as like, no, he is incredibly capable and useful yeah like none of us can take down brother eye like superman's fucked wonder woman's fucked we need mr terrific he's invisible to technology because when batman decides to put like, batman does not work on a team generally so no. when he decides to put one together and he picks you it's like the ultimate like oh no this dude knows the shit and not only that mr terrific has leadership for jsa so mm-hmm. it's just society of america he's been a leader he also has a permanent Justice League um, acceptance, so he's in the Justice League. Uh, he's also been had his own team with Mister Ter- the the Terrifics, I think they were, and he's right. also been a part of Batman's The Outsiders. So Batman has brought him in to multiple teams. Jesus Christ! Okay, mm. so the, okay, um, this dude this dude gets around for someone I've never heard about. <laughs> he's he's all over the place, and like in Justice League Unlimited, he's the guy in the chair. He's yeah. the, the brains that runs the whole team. That's insane, man. I like this um, dude already. So uh, he's also actually been the leader of Checkmate, which is a spy society in the DC universe. Um, he's, he's been the leader of that, along with Amanda Waller and a whole bunch of other people. Um, and after Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman began discussing their, to reform the Justice League at one point, uh, this is like mm. in the early 2000s, in regards to Mr. Terrific as a potential member, Batman said, I think we can get him. Wonder Woman reminded Batman of Terrific's position as leadership in the JSA, but Batman insisted, that doesn't matter. We need to get him. He needs um, to be on the team. He needs we to need be on him. the team. I, we, I need him. I need the brains of my team. Because uh, Batman's always taken strategically. So, um, shortly after, Mr. Terrific went to the Gotham General Hospital uh, along with Dr. Binney. And this is one of my, this is probably my favourite thing about uh, Mr. Terrific. I really is going to settle this whole report is that this really gets across the Taskmaster thing. So he goes to the hospital with Dr. Binney. And Selena Kyle has been attacked by Hush. And she's been near, basically, she's had her heart removed from her body by Hush Fuck. in the comic books. Okay? She's right. dead. After Batman recovered her heart, he informed Michael about the technology used to keep the heart living outside the body. And after retrieving the heart, Michael Holt read books on how to do the surgery and then proceeded to place Selena's heart back in her body, having read how to do it 20 minutes before the surgery began. The surgery was a success. Um, and they got Selena back alive due to Michael Hall doing the surgery. What the fuck? He he put a heart back in someone after reading a book, like just He's beforehand. That smart. And, but 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 that's not just like remembering something. Like he needs the dexterity to do that and everything yes. like that. Like Batman that's... wouldn't trust himself to do that, but he gave Selena Kyle's heart. Think of Selena Kyle's yeah, heart to Mister Terrific, and he's like, "You save her." And Mister Terrific, I don't know how to do a heart surgery. We'll fucking figure it out in the next twenty minutes. We're about to do it. That's insane. Now, Doctor Midnight was also there, but I think um, 
like Michael Holt did, did most of the surgery, so like yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, a few bits of trivia about Michael Holt: he's a self-made multi-millionaire. Uh, before coming a superhero, he founded a company called Cyberware, later renamed Holt Holdings. He has since sold that company to Wayne Tech. Um, Holt is an avid atheist. Um, ter- uh, well, although well aware and having witnessed much of the mystical nature of the DC universe firsthand, I mean the Spectre brought him in. Yeah. Um, he cites scientific and rational explanations for all of it. Um, he describes souls as unique energy that could quantify as a telepathic discharge upon death. Very scientific man. Very. Um, yeah, not a romantic. He seems. He, he's just. He's all. There's always an explanation with him. Um, one for the only form of electronic detection that has proven able to monitor Mr. Terrific is the android Red Tornado. For some reason, Red Tornado can see him. The superhero. Okay. Nobody knows why. Um, <laughs> Convenient for the story, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> um, his identity is also publicly known. Oh. So, so he's like head of this company, or he was head of this company, and people also knew he was like, oh, he does crime fighting in his spare time. Yeah, um, and so powers and abilities, uh, obviously peak human conditioning, peak human strength and endurance. Um, he was able to even survive at Arctic temperatures with two broken ribs. It's impressive. Um, I've so, that. <laughs> uh, his strength is superior to any normal human. His agility is pushed to the very limit of human capability, and his reflexes are heightened to the peak of human potential. So his reflexes are as good as Catwoman's and Nightwing's. And agility. Jesus. That's insane. Um, That's actually he, busted for such a genius, like, yeah. photographic memory monster that he is. Holt is also a natural-born athlete, of course. He's got a gold medal. Um, he's a businessman. He's a billionaire CEO of Holt Industries. Uh, he's also an engineer, an inventor, an industrialist, and a scientist. Um, so he's also got uh, he's got a black belt in six different forms of martial arts disciplines. Fuck. Um, and he was able to defeat the Tomorrow Thief without his T spheres in Arctic temperatures with the two broken ribs, defeating him just using his agility and his chemistry knowledge. That was it. Um, he knows every language on Earth, basically. Fuck off. Um, he can speak every language. He's also a polymath. Um, yeah. Holds the polymath who has specialised in multiple fields. He, as I said, 14 PhDs, um, two of which are engineering and physics, doctorates, masters. Uh, he's got a master's degree in chemistry, engineering, law, medicine, political science, psychology, and science. Um, he's just like the perfect and, human. Yeah. And his tea mask, as I said, is able to scan things, it's able to protect his own face, it's like a whole computer in upon itself, just on his face. It's ins- it's like an Iron Man helmet, but like, yeah, can do whatever he needs it to do. <laughs> yeah, and then the T-spheres, I mean, as I said, I try to get into how powerful they are, but like, they literally do anything. This man could basically defeat the whole of the DC if he wanted to, but he's just too nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's just too nice a man. And, like, he also, he, uh, I assume, even if someone was annoying him and he could defeat them easily, but he knew, oh, if I leave Red Hood alive, crime will go down. Like, he, like 
he can see the big picture is what I'm trying to say oh yeah absolutely yeah and I, I think he's just possibly he's, he's probably the best human in DC which is weird when Batman is there but yeah, he's no, and like physically Batman is like probably one of the peak humans on the planet but like in terms of emotional stableness he's probably not that solid well, he had his wife and his child, unborn child die and his brother die and he used that to basically try to better the world. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to use that as inspiration. He took it on the chin and he was just like, yeah. okay, I'll, I, I'll, do a, I'll make a better world in their name. Whereas Batman yeah. is just like, I will eradicate evil <laughs> with so, vengeance. Yeah, that is my, that's my report on Mr. Terrific. That's quite a, that's a really, really, really cool character. That You're right, he is not talked about enough for like how powerful he is no um so sean do you want to take us out there yes thank you everyone for listening to this episode of hero or zero we will be back monday with movie mondays wednesday with weird news wednesday and next friday with another episode of hero or zero big thanks to everyone who supports us over on the patreon patreon.com slash heroes for hire podcast as always if you do want to support us over there uh, you get the the wild mountain time review you get all of the other reviews we've ever done you also get a shout out on the monday and wednesday shows so head on over take a look support if you want we'd really appreciate it you can also follow the twitter at heroes for hire pod the four is the number four facebook is detective divilments discussion group instagram is heroes for hire podcast but the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one please and i think that's about it Connor. so i've been Connor all i've been sean me i shall see you all next week bye you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volur xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.